from John Dies at the End by David Wong. And watch out for Molly. See if she does anything unusual. There's something I don't trust about the way she exploded and then came back from the dead like that. This is Gothic. And now I can just let it roll in the background, right? Okay. Now it just rolls in the background. Welcome back to the show, Kirsten. You got to roll with it, baby. Thank you. Uh-huh. You got to roll with Welcome it. Welcome back as soon as the uh, the musical interlude of the intro. <laughs> Are you kidding? Is I done. love being welcomed with musical interludes. <laughs> musical introlude, you might say. Indeed. Oh. <laughs> in harmony, no less. <laughs> <laughs> We work together. <laughs> it just naturally and happens are, that way. Yeah, and we're also this irritating at work, if you guys were wondering. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sharon and I are, are just as irritating Awful. at work. We're terrible. Yeah. The, the, the third person we hire on our team is going to have to have a lot of patience, I think, with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tonight, um, we have Kirsten with us because we are back in the contemporary now. Macon, Missouri, and a few exciting things have just happened. In our last Contemporary Now episode, LJ and Dr. Grace found themselves back in the house in Macon, Missouri, after their book world characters might have suffered something akin to um, um, life hazards. Life hazards? I thought you were going to say death with a capital D. <laughs> Life hazards. Life you, viability hazards. If you or your family members have come in, co- in contact with life hazards, you may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> Instead, you woke up in the house and there was a couple of security guards and that was the only thing really note in the in the house, right? Whatever, there wasn't man. like a big There was this there was this crazy freaking eyeball monster, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even have any ligaments holding it together. <laughs> anyway, uh Haven uh found herself uh having been uh captured along with Nathan Winters and um Haley Talbert by a shadowy group of folk who seem to have a semi-secret base somewhere outside of Macon in some old uh, mining tunnels out there. And during the course of that episode, Dr. Grace and LJ were able to escape from the house while Haven and uh, Sloshy, the doppelganger, (laughs) uh, who had taken the form of one Jacob Candle, uh, with a very, very bad accent, found themselves in Dr. Grace's van, which, when activated, uh, started driving itself out of the mine complex, despite the desire of Haven to stick around and save her companions. So that's kind of where we left people. 
with uh, Dr. Grace and LJ, I believe, headed toward the hotel where Haven's note indicated that uh, all of the um, seekers, as they are calling themselves, have been staying. And with the, uh, the van, this, uh, Dr. Grace's sprinter van, heading up out of the mines. Right. Make sure that I've called everybody by their appropriate names here. I'm trying to remember the note. Where did the note tell us to go? Uh, there was, I just reread this, a comfort inn on, I think it said the north side of uh, Macon. Parenthesis, it's a place. <laughs> that's that's the bit I remember. I can't find my note again, but it did say that. Oh, here it is. Yes. <laughs> At the north end of Macon. Parenthesis, it's a place. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Um, so we, we brought along the book and Taven's note saying, do not read this book. Um, right. But we were looking for, like, the the journal, right? But we didn't find it, right? No, that's what the note was attached to, was the book that we were, that we were in. Right, yeah. So we found the book, The Horror of Elk Island, but we do not have the journal of Lazarus Kane that Haven was using to no. send us back and forth. Nope, we didn't end up finding that. Okay. Right? I believe so. Right. I believe Presumably so. Haven has that. Right. It was with, yeah. <sighs> wow. Okay, catching up. I know, right? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Just going and relooking at all my moves and stuff. Let's go ahead and start with Haven Harrow and uh, Sloshy the Doppelganger <laughs> in Escape from the Mines. Dilly. Where I'm thinking to myself that, you know, they're, they don't really know very much and they don't seem to be in any immediate danger. So I might as well just keep going in the direction the van is going because it doesn't seem to be much I can do to stop it. You theoretically could. I mean, you could try to use some magic on it or you could try to do some, you know, fun little engineering tricks. You can also certainly let it Keep on rolling. I can. I, I'm easily imagining a scenario in which they it has been rigged to zero in on something of equal or greater importance in the grand scheme of things, and I I mentally shout back, "I'll come back for you." <laughs> and in fact, uh, if you recall, there was a radar screen that uh, like flipped over in the dashboard, just like in a James Bond car, and does appear to be pinging on a target that is a moving target that is moving north on Highway 63, some 20 minutes away from you to the east, it appears, in uh, Macon itself. Uh, Then I decide to chase that greater mystery and vow to come back for Nathan and Haley at a later point. Well, as you are making your escape, I mean, the, the place was going a little crazy. There there was uh, there were people running around, security guards um, rushing after you. There were alarms blaring, and all of this is heard by uh, Haley in her cell, as well as by Nathan in his. Uh, Mr. Nathan Winters, what would you like to do? Well, I'm not exactly sure what the best <laughs> course of action here would be. Uh, could you describe the ruckus in which I am uh, currently listening to? Where you are is is um, in a kind of a rough-hewn chamber with some coal dust everywhere, and uh, the, but the walls are actually uh, covered by these this white sheeting, 
So what you hear are um, sirens going off and the uh, lighting in the hallway has gone to that uh, strobing red. Uh, well, alarms are bad. I don't care what predicament you're in, but alarms are bad. <laughs> uh, so I feel the need to maybe move away from that loud noise and the flashing lights. I should have made you the doppelganger after all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it too late? <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> um, I Yeah, I do believe that. Uh, now, is there anybody anywhere near me? Do I know? Or You have had a guard. Um, that has been standing outside your door, but they have just run off. And in fact, there's not a, not much of a door really to speak of. It's just sort of a, a, a sealed zipper, heavy plastic thing. Uh, as in like something, maybe I could kind of, uh, give a little Texas persuasion there with my boat. You could actually probably unzip it. Oh, well, um, <laughs> I'm going to take that moment where I like get ready to kick it. Take that little practice kick, you know, just make certain you got the boot up at the right angle. At that moment, I'm going to have a revelation that I can just reach out <laughs> and just zip that thing right on down. I don't need to <laughs> risk scuffing up them boots. I can just unzip it and walk right on out and see what's going on. Love it. <laughs> okay. So you unzip the door. Oh, I am not impolite. I'm going to make sure I zip it up behind me. That would be rude. <laughs> Okay, so you zip the door up behind you, and you find yourself in a um, a hallway also lined with this plastic sheeting on the walls, apparently to keep the uh, coal dust down. And um, you notice several other zipper doors along the um, along the hallway. One of them is open, but one is closed, and you see the uh, face of your girlfriend Haley at the uh, kind of clear window pane of one of those. And she sees you and starts, like, pounding at the plastic, but then realizes that it's, you know, plastic and that that won't make any sounds. <laughs> and um, sees what you've done, and then um, she goes ahead and unzips her door, too. Why don't you, just uh, because uh, Richard, uh, this is Richard's first time, I believe, playing Monster of the Week. Why, it sure is. <laughs> and um, why don't you uh, go ahead and read a bad situation? Ooh. And this is a sharp roll, so roll 2d6s and add your sharp. Now, I don't know if you know, but where I'm from, I've seen a thing or two, and I'm a pretty sharp fella, so this ought to go well for me. Or minus sharp. Man, <laughs> this is exactly the accent that I imagined for the doppelganger. <laughs> this is so perfect. Can I also point out the irony of having a character named Nathan, played by Richard... <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had that problem ever since Jesse named this character in the very first episode. <laughs> well, I managed to roll a pair of fours with my sharp of two. That gives me a big old ten. Nice. Ten. Yep. Okay. Ten is hold three. Do you have the uh, sheet there that you can see what your options are? You get to ask three of these questions, and you don't have to ask them all at once. It's called a hold for a reason. But you can ask up to three right now, or you can save one back for something that's going to be related to this. If it's a brand new situation altogether, then it usually will call it, require a new uh, role. Is that on the character sheet, or is that in the one of the ones in the book? That is the Hunter Agenda sheet that I sent uh, you. Okay. Uh, hang on. That is... Sorry. 
I'm loving it. Now I have them all up. Reading a bad situation. Here we go on a hold 10, hold three. So I may ask up to three of these questions. And we usually take liberties with interpretations of those questions. I'll make it easy for you here. I'll combine two of them. You know what I'm really going to be most interested in, in making certain that the two of us can make a timely egress from this Mm -hmm. tenuous situation and making sure that me, the gentleman of this particular duo, is is at all times ensuring that my my female companion is well protected and feels safe. She raises an eyebrow knowing what you're thinking. I'm just trying to be a gentleman. (laughs) I am, after all, Southern. (laughs) You're, You're Texan. But yeah, but that's in the South. <laughs> Damn, straight you, Texas is in the South. Texas is its own thing. Come on. Yeah. What uh, What those people who aren't here said, Texas is its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. All right. So you are choosing. Uh, what's my best way out and what's the best way to protect the victim? Okay. It looks like uh, there is a lot of activity off to your right. Uh, which is where the uh, corridor goes down and enters a large, uh, well-lit room that looks like it has a lot of desks and things in it, and a lot of computers uh, whirring away. While to your left, it appears to be um, darker, lit only by the um, flashing red security lights. But, uh, you know, not as many people. Well, I believe maybe we can just mosey on that way. Mosey. We'll take a quick exit to the left and uh, see if we can saunter right out on the front door of this place. You head off to the left. We're going to find out what you find along that route here in a second. So, LJ and Dr. Grace speeding along in a security sedan with a placard on the side that says... Night, N-Y-T-E. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Dr. Grace is still holding on to the collapsible wheelchair out the window (laughs) window. of the the car. Oh, my dear Lord. While you are speeding along. (laughs) Heading north on... uh, 63. Oh, yes. The the 63. Yeah, in Missouri, they don't call it the 63. They just call it 63. Very West Coast. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be East Coast, too. Oh, really? Is that a coastal thing? That's like, you have your main ones that run north and south, and that's the one. Uh, here in Missouri, there. you guys speak Ozonics. That's what you... Ozonics, Ozonics. Huh? Yeah, you're in the Ozarks. We don't speak English. We don't really even speak American. It's Ozonics. <laughs> <laughs> we say words like okay. reckon. So, yeah, okay. Um, are we a, a good distance away from the sanatorium now? Uh, you are a couple of minutes out. Like, have we passed, like, the YMCA and all of that? Uh, yes, you have passed the YMCA. Oh, no, I remember, because it was north of the sanatorium. Just north. Yeah, just barely north of it. So, I mean, I think we're kind of clear enough to pull over and try and be like, geez, Gracie, all right, let's get it in the back. And I run around, uh, I pull over to the side, run around, grab the the wheelchair um throw it in the back seat and then run back around again like <laughs> oh benny thank hill, you benny hill music could even be playing the whole time gets up out of the out of the front seat hold on gracie man let me get the wheelchair oh my arm what is going on gracie as i cl- climb back in and turn the car on and it's like 
Are we just going to the inn? To the, oh, to the inn. Yes, I assume so. I say massaging my armpit where it's been hanging over the, uh, <laughs> hanging over the window of the car. Yes, let's, let's go to the inn. Uh, quickly, quickly, we need to catch, um, I don't know how long we've been gone, and we may need to catch Haven rather soon. I guess my big question is, do we need to stop at the theater to pick up any of your other things before <laughs> we head over to the inn? Most of our stuff was in the uh, in the room still, right, Patrick? We um we got most of our stuff. Actually, was my big black doctor bag? That's what I really want. No, none of it. Everything except for the subflooring. You like? I mean, there was some stuff. Um, my noise remote because that was there. My my thing that made sounds. What I really want is my doctor bag, and I would have had that in the house with me. And so my question is like. Was it was it there to be retrieved after we popped out of the book world? No. Okay, so that wasn't there. I had written down that uh, some of our stuff was still there, but not specifically which stuff. Yeah, you went looking in your rooms in the house for, like, your bag, and that wasn't there. All you found was the equipment that was uh, that you'd used to make the sound, All right. the sound thing okay. in the, uh, in the yeah. house, and there was also some spare clothes. Yes, I should like to stop back there. I have a couple of um, backup feet for myself and um, my uh, my emergency wheelchair. This one is uncomfortable. And um, and my my spare um, go bag. Okay, I'm heading back to the theater then. Because, I mean, we're going through town anyway. I mean, if we're going to stop to, you know, weapon up, I just wanted to make sure that we're prepared. While we're on the way there, as I start to pull out back into the road, is there anything you can do with this equipment to, like, see if it, we can track your van down? Oh, that's easy. And I'll, uh, I've decided that the van is, um, uh, like, GPS targeting. Like, it's like a, an ear, uh, one of those earrings that's high up on your cartilage. And I'll, mm-hmm. um, I'll take that out and be like, oh. Well, can you use it to, like, hack into the security system? setup that they have here as i flip the laptop that's like on the passenger side (laughs) of the security console and just flip it up and like can you do anything with that gracie uh not not with this earring but uh it is activated look and there's like a little like spy movie like red dot blinking on it and i'm like the van it's on autopilot it's uh it's programmed to uh to return to me if it's activated and it has been that's interesting at that Jason, like, tenses up and be like, so every car coming at us could be a potential chicken race? <laughs> no, it's it's uh, it's got that thing where it recognizes things like the he- configurations of headlights and uh, will not will not crash itself. I'm not an idiot. Okay, well, I'm just going to head that direction. You can tell me exactly what we need to do. Um, get at it. Once we reach, once we, I'm sorry, LJ, once we reach the theater, I'll grab some tools and we'll see if we can, if you insist, um, hack into this security vehicle. Although I believe with vehicles, it's called hot wiring. Though it isn't exactly on the way. You head into town and pull up in front of the Macon Repertory Theater, in front of which is no longer parked Jacob Candle's truck. Oh. Okay. Also, it feels pretty chilly out. When you left, it was summer. Okay, so what's the color of the leaves, man? Mm. Um, several of them have fallen, but it's uh, but there's a lot of oranges and and reds on the on the maples still. 
LJF. So we're going into fall. Oh, okay. and there's a lot of um, Halloween decorations up. Oh my as god! Well. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I, L- I just L- got so happy. <laughs> I actually was listening to Halloween music earlier today, so this is perfect. I know. I have to every once in a while. <laughs> um, LG, I've just had a thought. We haven't um, technically returned to the places where we were variously staying for, um, I'm not entirely sure how long, but we were in the, the book with the castle um, for quite a long time long enough that the house was full of dust and strangers and they had said we had been gone for months and now we've been gone for for who knows how much longer i don't even know if my things are going to be in there jacob's truck is gone yes dr grace you are correct Uh, some time has passed since you were last here can we uh do you still have the key can we still get in gracie i pull my keys out of my pocket oh we can i don't know if we'll be well if your stuff's Still here, we'll grab some stuff. If not, right. we just move on. All right, all right. It's it's worth a look. We we go back up the stairs and everything. Um. Okay, but first, as you are unlocking the front door... Oh, okay. The key does indeed work, uh, but go ahead, Dr. Grace, and give me a read-a-bad situation. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, it was a good roll. I just can't remember what you add to it. It's sharp, so that's great. So it's a 13. Ooh, look at you. Hold three. Um, uh, read a bad situation is... Da-da-da-da-da-da. Where is it? There it is. Hmm. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You unlock the door, and as you do so... And almost too quickly for it to have been a result of you unlocking the door. But a light comes on further into the theater, in the theater itself, that you know well enough what that light looks like and sounds like when it comes on. You also notice, glancing up at the rooms where uh, your rooms were, that there is a light on already up there. There's a light. (laughs) In my room. This is not a musical <laughs> episode, people. This is a trick question. Every episode is the musical episode. <laughs> LJ, look, there's some room. So what do you want to do? I mean, it seems to have been months now. I can only assume they rented out the space to someone who hadn't vanished mysteriously. That or they've already got your stuff and moved along. And if somebody's up there, do we need to be more cautious and just get the, the hell out of Dodge? Or do we really want to try and see if anything's still up there? I don't have an, a great feeling about interacting with other people at the moment. Did you have any extras on your read-about situation, or did you just have the one? Uh, I had three. How about... um, uh, What's the best way in? The door that you just unlocked, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have asked you, LJ, you rascal. (laughs) Rascal. The door would, in fact, be the best way in, except that um, you see Joyce coming out of the main theater area. Oh, well, that's She does not seem to be looking your direction yet, but if you find that you don't wish to interact with people, then coming through the door is not the best (sighs) way. But you do remember that on these cold nights, um, they often would leave the back theater door open for that homeless fellow that you first encountered. Yeah. Who turned into Haven Hill. Yeah, I don't want to meet him again, because that was scary. Um, 
Oh, good golly. I want to find out what happened to my things, but I don't want to spend goodness knows how long explaining to Joyce what's been happening. And she doesn't live in the theater, so you know she's probably headed here for the front door. She's she's messing with some... She's got a, like an armful of things. Uh, looks like, you know, Halloween decor and <laughs> such that she's uh, bringing up toward the front door. I think I'm going to follow my first instinct and like be like, LJ, let's go around the back door. Let's go around the back. I don't want to encounter any people right now. I mean... I could run up really quick and see if there's anything left. I could try and be quiet if you need me to, but we're not getting this wheelchair very far. No, you're correct. All right, here are my keys. I'll go back to the car and um, uh, around the back, and I give him directions. Um, they often leave the, the theater door open, unlocked on chilly nights. At about this moment, oh no! do you have a third question that you would like to ask at um, this point? What's the biggest threat? So probably the biggest threat is uh, attention being drawn to you. Yeah, yeah. And um, about this moment, you hear the sound of really creepy ice cream truck music echoing down the streets (laughs) uh, here, a a relatively quiet uh, (laughs) Halloween evening here in, um, in Macon. It's probably terrifying everybody. (laughs) There are... Yeah, there are there are clusters of um, of uh, kids or teenagers teenagers at this time of night um, still out and um, and then coming down the road directly toward you is your van. It's got all of its weird lights going, <laughs> all of the underlighting that you have on it, and cycling through rainbow colors. <laughs> it's cycling through a few rainbow colors on the inside, <laughs> which is very disturbing to uh, Haven, presumably. <laughs> the music's. Why is the music on? It screeches to a halt in front of you, and then backs into a parking spot and do, does a perfect parallel parking <laughs> job. Oh, I roll up to the driver's side door and I'm like, cut the music, cut the light, turn it off. The interior's all flashing and flickering lights and such. Uh, but you go up to the driver's side uh, window. What do you do there, Haven? Because you see Dr. Grace and LJ, who had just started to uh, go around the back of a building. I'm so relieved. <laughs> and I, I pat the uh, ice cream truck on the, the the van on the dashboard and um, frantically try and exit. Do I have any difficulty in doing so? No, the doors open just fine um, once you have arrived at, at Dr. this point. Grace. Yeah, it figures. <laughs> and uh, all the yeah, all the locks uh, come undone, and then you get out on that side. And uh, Dr. Grace, um, LJ, Jacob Candle gets out on the other side. Oh, thank God! Whoa! Hey, everybody! <laughs> it's it's me, Sloshy. <laughs> Wait, dude, uh, you're the goo in the I tub? I beg your pardon? Oh. I'm the one you kept in the Tupperware. Dude, we're sorry about that. If we knew more at the time... Glad to see you're safe. Do you actually have a name? Who are you really, and will you show us who you are? You can call me Jacob. Or Jake. You can just call me Jake if you want. So not goo and not sloshy. You don't have to call me sloshy. Oh, we're asking if you have a preference. You can call me Jake sloshy. You got a Jake. <laughs> Very so well. are we cool? Uh, what about putting me in Tupperware for months on end? 
Ugh. Really sorry about that at that time. We, were we thought we were being attacked by you. Also didn't realize we were going to be gone for months. It felt much shorter to us. Uh, Haven, where have you been? We thought we would find you in the in the in the house. Give me a hug, by the way. It's yeah, so great Haven, to see you. Yeah, Haven, what's going on? <laughs> yes, and I have LJ so much comes to tell in you. for a group hug, too. Oh, it's so great to see and you And Joyce comes out of the theater. <laughs> Does she join in in the group hug? Joyce! <laughs> she looks at you all, uh, pauses for a moment as she's processing, and then drops all of the Halloween decorations that she's holding onto the sidewalk and <laughs> gasps, <laughs> and then runs and throws herself into Jake's arms, oh, and oh, well. they spin around, and as they part, you see that they're kind—they're of, both kind of sloshy for a moment. Oh, oh! Joyce was a slosher the whole time. <laughs> All right, Joyce. Joyce was a doppelganger the whole time. Are you kidding me? Joyce. Um, Joyce looks around and goes, "Oh, n- no." Good to see you're all right. Question I'm fine. And she grins horribly. Shall we step inside and have a conversation? Well, step for most of us. Well, you all were gone, and I uh, uh, I rented a, your room out. Is there a safe place that we can talk? Just thought I would try to, you know, build a life here. <laughs> and, uh, well, anyway, um, I rented it to one of those geologist guys that... Uh, I've been, um, you know, um, doing geology work on those, uh, on the, on the hills outside of town. So sorry, uh, I mean, your rooms are... No, that's, that's, that's quite all right. I am aware that I've been gone for some time. Have you always been, um, <laughs> the way you are, or did you come into town alongside, uh, Jake Sloshy here? Uh, she looks at Jake. Go ahead and, hmm. No, no roles involved in this one. And she says, I am, um, yeah, yes, yes, no, no, definitely no, yes. <laughs> All right. I turn to Gray- Dr. Grace and say, well, this is great, but, but we need to talk. Yes, somewhere safe. Um, you guys haven't read the book, have you? No, we have not read the book, Haven. Okay. We uh, saw your note, Haven. We there's didn't a lot read of us book. to go into the van. Joyce, is your theater safe or should we find someplace else? Is there like a backstage area that we can all talk? The th- yeah, the theater should be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, nobody's in there. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. Well, let me help you collect up these Halloween decorations mm-hmm. and we'll. We'll move in there and we'll put some coffee on and have a nice discussion about oh. what the hell is going on, man. Can I, I like read a bad situation with my third eye and try and see if this Ooh. is in fact a safe situation? Read that bad situation. All right. <laughs> That's with what weird. I sure hope so, because I only roll a seven. <laughs> uh, if it's with weird, I rolled a nine. I can open my third eye for a moment to take an extra information, take plus one hold on a result of seven or more. Plus, I can okay. see invisible things. Yeah, so, uh, no, it's plus sharp. Ah. So, still. All right, eight. Okay, that's still fine. It still falls in that seven to nine range. Okay. And uh, because you are using your third eye to do it, you do get uh, the extra hold. So this is uh, hold one, but you'll get two because of your third eye. All right. Uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? 
you are definitely getting some weird vibes in your Doctor Strange sensibility area. Okay. Uh, that, uh, yeah, your third eye is, is picking up some, some wackiness. Uh, something about Joyce. It's almost like there's uh, some kind of um, spell, hmm. some kind of magic encircling her, which you don't get off of Jake. Okay. Did you want to do your other question? Hmm, not yet. Can I, I, I can hold it. I'd yeah, like to hold it. As long it. as it's still related. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I will just sort of let my, uh, let my vague sense of unease uh, lead me to say, um, Joyce, if you could show us into a safe place um, and then, and then I'll wait until she does that. Uh, Joyce leads you in through the doors. And actually, I don't know that Dr. Grace would get this, but uh, LJ probably would. There's a, that kind of homey warmth that you got off of Joyce all the time. You're not getting that from this Joyce. Oh, yes, you're correct. I absolutely do not pick up on homey warmth. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, yeah, I was totally all... I remember doing all the charm stuff on Joyce, and I'm not feeling that now. So I'm I'm a little skeptical also. I'm just like uh, like out the side of my eyes, just looking at her like, okay, let's see where this goes. I'm still kind of interested on what's going on, because I think it'll answer more questions. As you all proceed back into the theater itself, Nathan Winters, you and uh, Haley are uh, headed off presumably at some speed down the hallway. And you do find yourself in a bit of a maze of tunnels, although they are all lit and lined with plastic. Well, they certainly have a lot of that. Yeah, don't they? They seem to. You know, so far left has gone well, so I believe I'm going to keep moving, but I'll make some left turns. You know, we're going to move at a brisk walk, not quite a gallop, but... Not far from it. I'm going to give you uh, just a continuation from your earlier best way out thing. And you indeed find a, a section that's blocked off, but you can feel a bit of a breeze coming from that direction. However, to your right, uh, this is kind of straight ahead of you, but to your right uh, is a cor another corridor that opens into that larger chamber that you saw before, and in there, you happen to see some familiar objects, uh, ones that aren't yours, but, uh, but uh, you do recognize them because um, Dr. Grace is, is not an easy personage to forget, but uh, you see what appear to be her prosthetic legs. My stuff! And a big black doctor's bag that she, <laughs> she was uh, known to have. Wait, wait, wait. How much of Dr. Grace does William, or sorry, Nathan Winters know? <laughs> Not a lot, actually. Now, Nathan would remember, like, you guys remember your time in, in, the, in the Gothic then of Bledson and Castle Kane. Uh, so only the uh, Grace Moreau portions of of her really although there was that afternoon when you came back uh, from the book world and that right before you guys went back in to go look for the lost excellent you know there's always that moment when you're down at the market 
you're on your way out, you got everything you thought you need, but then you get out to the end there and they always have them little racks in the shelves. And you see that item, you look over and you're like, I, I need that. I didn't realize I needed it, but I better grab it and take it with me while I'm here. I don't want to need it later and not have it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look over and see that stuff in that bag. I said, you know what? Somebody's going to need that. I suppose that's just a good moment for me to collect those belongings. So give me just a little moment here. I'll reach over and grab that bag and those whatnots. And uh, maybe Haley says, why am I dating you again? <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I ask myself that same question all the time. I'm not quite certain I understand what you're doing with me either, but uh, um, <laughs> so far it's working out. So I hope uh, I hope you continue to uh, enjoy my companionship. And you know what? Let's go ahead and get on out of here now. We can talk as we get out into that uh, muggy Ozark there. There, I kind of like the, the the dry heat we got down there in Texas a little better. It's not quite Arizona, but it's a little better than this. She kisses you on the cheek and rolls her eyes, and then says. It's a long way down that hallway. Is it really worth it to go down there and try and get it? Uh, you know, uh, something tells me uh, there's somebody who's going to want these bits and pieces real bad. And uh, they're right there. It's not exactly like a glowing light or anything, but uh, it's probably worth just, uh, I'm just real quick. I'm just going to saunter right on down there and, uh, and grab those. I'm sure nothing bad will ever happen. It'll be just fine. You get to do something that's... The others have done much, much, much of. Act you get under to act pressure. under pressure. Yay. Oh my God! Can I tell you how much I love? Oh my God! Nathan Winters right now. I know. I know. <laughs> oh man! Oh my I'm God! <laughs> okay. Now it turns out I've read about this sort of thing, and when I act under pressure. I can roll my sharp instead of my cool. <laughs> so that is that is indeed a move. Although for um, Nathan, I think it's um, the better uh, terminology for it is. I saw this thing in a movie. Mm. You know, come to think of it, I, I seen a movie like this one time, and that fella he tried to rush down that hallway, and uh, you know, nothing ever happens when you get yourself in big and fired fired up hurry. There, you just. You know, you get ahead of yourself and your feet don't move like they're supposed to. So the best thing you can do is just kind of move at a, at a at a nice brisk walk just down that hallway. Act like you belong. This is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Just get in, get out. Easy peasy. That never happened. I'm just going to get in and out. Oh, All my right. God. I can't wait until LJ meets Nathan. Oh, my God. It's going to be so funny. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, what did you roll? Uh, I will be rolling my sharp. And oh shit. Um. Yes. Well, a little. Well, you see what happened here. <laughs> I was paralyzed remembering the wrong movie. I had the right idea, but then it occurred to me halfway down the hallway. Wait a minute, that's not what happened in that movie at all. <laughs> I remember what that, did you roll? that fella, he should have ran. Oh, he walked too slow. It did not work out. Uh, so I end up with a five total. Oh, man. <sighs> when you roll six or below in Monster of the Week, uh, mark you actually experience. to mark experience on, your, on the first page of your playbook there. Okay, got uh, it. You can uh, see where it says experience, yep. and you can just mark the box. And, yep. So you are about halfway down the corridor, uh, lurking along the walls, 
um, you know, kind of just edging along. Are you making like spy music with your mouth, like cronk? I'm just kind of like. Oh shit, that's I'm doing that out loud. I better. Hey, behind you, Haley just slumps down against the wall and then just puts her her head in her hand. Big old face palm, Haley. Oh my god. Actually, it'd probably be more like, and then along King Jones, <laughs> slow walking Jones. You are still doing that, uh, kind of got your eyes closed and you're kind of humming to yourself, even as you realize you have cleared the tunnel and are now standing out um, by the, um, the table that these things are on and that several people are looking at you, a couple of uh, scientist types in their um, scientist garb. Lab coats. There you go. I was going to say lab coats, smocks, <laughs> in their lab coats, something along those lines, and a couple of the security guys who are, you know, attempting to, you know, kind of get everything under control here because something crazy-ish seems to have happened here. There's a lot of smoke. Uh, there's, I mean, smoke is the biggie, and you smell burned electronics. You also smell what maybe fireworks. So you actually are right there by the table, and there's all the stuff, but several people are looking at you, and then the security cards come running toward you. Oh. Hey, could anybody point me to the nearest Waffle House? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I miss Waffle House. As, uh, as calmly as I can, uh, with every bit of panic that I can muster, I'm going to reach out and grab the bag, and, uh, you know... What we call in Texas, we call that the uh, get the hell out of Dodge. Actually, that's <laughs> Kansas, isn't it? You grab the prosthetic legs as well. Uh, they're right there together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Because why because not? Because when you do, when you do, uh, you actually hit a button on one of them. <laughs> and uh, all of these, uh, like the whole bottom section kind of um, flops out, like flips out into kind of this giant claw form <laughs> and now you're kind of holding this thing like an open umbrella <laughs> with these claws on the end of it as you oh also God. have the doctor bag in the other hand in that case when that happens i'm gonna pop into like a matrix pose <laughs> don't make me use these things oh no <laughs> That sounds okay. That sounds That's a lot amazing. like uh, roll manipulate manipulate someone. <laughs> I knew it. Oh goodness! Oh my god! Hmm. Yeah, I don't got any fun stuff for that. So we're just gonna gonna hope we roll well. Come on! Oh, oh here we go. Now we're talking. That's eleven on the die, which makes that an eleven. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> okay. I have zero uh, charm. Um, for a ten plus. Uh, they do what you want for the reasons that you say, and and what you want them to do is is kind of stay back for a moment at least, and and yeah, you're waving this thing around in your matrix, um, you know, pose, and they are freaked out by the fact that this thing just did something that they've been examining it for days, and nothing <laughs> happened, and and yet now here's this, and so there you are. I'm just gonna back up. Haley, um, like, runs up behind you and grabs your arm and then starts pulling you toward the uh, the exit. Although, 
And do you have a read anything left from your read a bad situation earlier, or did you ask? Uh, I did those? have one left that from that first one. If that's what you mean. Uh, if I might recommend, uh, what's your best way out? At, again, at this point. Um, okay, I will heed your recommendation. And uh, 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 Haley, uh, you know what? Now's a good time for us to make a timely exit. What you see uh, here actually is in this large room off to the um, off to the left, just a little bit. It looks for all the world like a golf cart, um, nice. complete with canopy and everything. And it's uh, more or less pointed at a a ramp that uh, seems to be going up and out of this area. So on the uh, as I kind of nudge Haley and give the the nod, there's our ride. <laughs> as I run to it, I said, "You ever seen Romancing the Stone?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice reference. You, yeah, you know I have five times. <laughs> On our first five dates. <laughs> look at the cart. Look at the ramp. Look at the cart. Jump in the cart. <laughs> she leaps in after you. Um, but uh, she also grabs a uh, a fire extinguisher on the way and uh, starts puzzling with it to get the thing to work. Because, you know, you'd think that fire extinguishers would be more or less intuitive, but they're not necessarily. Pull, aim, squeeze, sweep. Yeah, but there's, oh, there's a pin. <laughs> what are they teaching you liberals out there on the left coast? <laughs> I'm Texan. <laughs> I keep uh, just hit the acceleratory thing. <laughs> oh yeah, let's just go. Go, go, go. Giddy up, golf cart. <laughs> All right. Roll roll escape. <sighs> escape. Wrong game. No, wait, that's the wrong <laughs> that's game. That's the wrong game. Spend a survival point. Um. <laughs> as uh the golf cart squeals away and as the security team gets their why uh, wits about them again, back in the Making repertory theater. Uh, this is a, as you remember it, Doctor Grace, a um, largish space. Uh, it's got a lot of um, individual seats in it, but some of them are still torn up from they're being replaced. But it looks like a lot more has been done, and it looks like there's decorations up and such for uh, some sort of show or another. Um, Hamilton, the zombie <laughs> version. They're still playing Hamilton. No, it's the zombie version now. Oh, okay. Hamilton, the zombie. They do the thriller dance inexplicably in the middle of the songs. <laughs> Joyce just turns a couple of the chairs around that are there toward the back, because those are still the folding chairs. Well, thank you, but I am um, already seated. Um, <laughs> so, so... Um, well, catch us up. What's been, what's been happening? Um, well, uh, we got really good reviews. For the opening of that um, uh, of that two person um, Hamilton show that I was telling you about, uh, and so we decided to do kind of a horror theme with it. That's and wonderful. so we brought in some new people, and then we're going to um, we're gonna. It's all we've already done one show, uh, but uh, there might have been a little bit of problems with the fake blood. Anyway, I get it. You know, first performance is always a little rough, man. Um, Joyce, I think all of us would feel a lot more comfortable if you could answer um, two questions solidly for me. And uh, the first one is, are we safe and unobserved in here? And the second one is uh, my earlier question. Um, are you, in fact, the original Joyce? Um, and a straight yes or no, please. Um, um well, <laughs> we're pretty safe in here. Uh, 
the the water damage hasn't been too severe, so the ceiling should hold. <laughs> That's great. And, I'm glad um, to hear it. And no, no. Haven, can you tell us anything about what's going on? Where, what happened to you? What is going on from your side? So there was a secret facility. I had to leave Haley and Nathan behind. Your van kidnapped me, but I'm really glad to see it, you again. It, it, it only was doing what it's programmed <laughs> and to. And I'm pretty sure what I need to do now is get you back in the book worlds, right? Well, okay. Of course, eventually, but. I think we need to uh, settle some things here. Okay, that's all good and everything, Haven. But I think I remember something about Find the Lost. Was that after? Oh, I did hear that. You guys know what you went into the book world to do. Yes. Okay, excellent. You said to find the lost. Right. <clears throat> did you? Well, we were well, supposed to find um, Jacob, the original Jacob. No offense, Jake. Um, and uh, we have not succeeded at that yet. Uh, no offense taken by me. My None. my concern is that when we left, the last thing I remember was um, being mobbed by a swarm of cultists with bows and arrows, and uh, we may be in uh, a terrible uh, danger in that other uh, life, so I don't know if you'll be able to send us back. As long as you don't read ahead in the book, I, I, I think I've got it to a place where I can influence events potentially. Haven't touched it. But Haven, okay, and this is... A little bit out there, but what if the lost are here right now? You said something about some other people that you were trapped with with the scientists. Who were they? Uh, LJ, you recall when we came back from the uh, Castle Bledson, we came back that first time, and we encountered uh, a, a not just Haven, but a group of people who had come together to search for missing uh, family members and friends yeah. who had been likewise kidnapped by, by the house and associates. Yeah, what was his name? Red? Uh, Redman something? Uh, Red, uh, well, Redbone was the uh, fictionalized version. Uh, uh, Nathan is what she, what, uh, what she said. Nathan and Haley, his girlfriend. And Haley, yes, that's Nathan correct. and Haley. Who are they, and what's going on with them? Yes. Are, are they in there with us? No, they're out here, right? They never went into the book worlds. They were, they were the left behind. Um, but now they're involved, and the, and the weird culty scientists have them. And I had to abandon yes. them. LJ has this moment where he's like... The light bulb goes oh. on above his head. <laughs> yeah, the light bulb totally goes on finally. His sharp <laughs> almost gets a plus one, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> he just understands just enough to stay at that zero level. It's that thing where like, the camera pans up a little bit, and there happens to be a motion-activated light right above your head, and it goes on right at that moment. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so we were, we had gone in because Jacob Candle, the original, no offense, Jake, did not come back out with us at the end of the Castle Bloodstone adventure. Right. Sadly. So we, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. We don't know that he is specifically in this universe or if it's someone else that we are in there to find. Right. Haven was unable to do a, you know, go after this person, you know, kind of thing. Right. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Is there any way when we do get back back into the Elk Island stuff, Haven, that we can know who we're looking for? Well, we couldn't even remember Find the Lost. That that was news to me as we were pulled out. 
I'm not sure I found a way for you to know yourselves yet, but I might be, I might have more information on that with the research that I've been doing. Oh, do tell. What can you, you tell us to help us out then? Do tell, GM. <laughs> so. I will tell you in the voice of Patrick. <laughs> go ahead and roll investigate a mystery haven. Mm-hmm. That's with what? Because I. Uh, sharp. sharp. So that gives me a 10. Okay. That's whole two. Great. So I would uh, suggest that at least one of those is what is being concealed here? Mm-hmm. So I'll take it because that is that is the information that you've been trying to find in Kane's uh, notes and such. And um, you, in fact, believe you can send them back into a the same book world, but it's going it comes at a price. A certain part of their essence is going to have to be burned in order to let them go back into the same, a same book world that they have just come from. And the only reasons that, they, that you believe they would have gotten kicked out of a book world is if they succeeded in finding the lost who were there, which would have brought uh, them back with them, uh, if they had of, right. uh, or if they died. So seeing as how you haven't returned with a lost, chances are you died in that world, which means that if I oh. send you back, it will be at reduced essence. What that means in game terms is that LJ and Dr. Grace uh, would lose a luck point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dang. Well, that's fine with me in a, meta, in a meta sense, but Grace is like, oh, that makes me uncomfortable. Is that two luck points now? Because Doc actually hasn't used any luck, so... I want to think LJ had, but I may have to research through my Would notes that and stuff. Harm us in some way? It's really just pulling on their psychic, supernatural, para. What what is it that they uh, that those scientists were calling it? Haven, um, science mancy. <laughs> it's some science mancy schmancy stuff. And the para enhanced. Mm-hmm. That uh, in the end, uh, you think it will just, it'll be unnoticed as long as you don't have to do it a lot. All right. Um, Just for kicks and giggles, and I meant to have done this earlier, but I remember and do this now, I turn to Joyce and say, Joyce, you know, I really think we could all use some coffee. Do you suppose I could impose on you as keeper of the theater, who knows where everything is, to go make us some coffee, please? Oh, 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 yes, absolutely. Um, certainly, I, 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 I uh, decaf. Anyone? Um, uh, no, yes. fully loaded, please. <laughs> no, f- for for me, uh, yes, I would love some decaf. <sighs> my uh, my character, as you might say, loves coffee, but my body is not used to it. <laughs> uh, so maybe even a bit of both, if it wouldn't be too much trouble. She goes off and heads off to do so, and Jake says. I, I don't uh, rightly know, but uh, um, uh, I think um, I think uh, Joyce might be. Uh, She's off, dude. She's not right. Something's wrong with Joyce. Well, I'd rather you didn't say off. I mean, my kind when we spoil, it's uh, it's not un- it's 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 really unpleasant. Um, Wait, but uh, it's not like so- I said rancid or anything, dude. So, Jake, you feel it too? Uh, it's exactly like that. Oh, um, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to offend you like that. <laughs> you leave us too long in Tupperware, and we're gonna go bad. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry about that. 
so so you you all feel that she is she is uh, not herself and not just that she has been replaced by a, a doppelganger. No offense, Jake, um, but no, no, also no, uh, that that part's fine in another <laughs> way. Yes, it's fine that she's a doppelganger. Oh yeah, yes. No, I just meant that um, the the doppelgangerness was what took me off guard. But you you are both saying that it, that's not the only thing that's going on. I don't know quite what's going on. I can't quite get the the read on it, but I just have a funny feeling. Hmm. You know, it's a lot like when um, when we uh, all right. Well, you see, uh, we were born or made by uh, a bunch of folks who. Uh, well, originally they were called something else, but eventually they they came to call themselves the the Nix Collective. I knew it. I knew it. Anyway, uh, down in Austin, um, there was uh, we'd been controlled by them for a long time, but uh, we were able to break free and uh, we started our own little community until your um, your Mister Candle. And his partner uh, came sniffing around, and uh, well, uh, things got a little out of hand, maybe. So, but um, so wait, dude. Like, so when did this Lazarus Kane guy start taking control of you? So that was after that, you see. So we don't like it very much, um, but we appear to be relatively easily controlled <laughs> um, when you know the right methods. So you're saying Joyce might be controlled, be being controlled. She's got that kind of, you know, uh, back and forthy mm. kind of wishy-wishy way. Well, dude, I think nobody should be enslaved. So, like, totally, yes. let's this bring is... this on. We need to figure out what's going on and end this. What's the best way to end someone's control on your kind? Well, um, you know, we have some blanks in that area. <laughs> yeah, I was going uh, actually to ask the opposite. Now, if this makes you uncomfortable, I don't know, but what are the ways that you are controlled? Maybe from that knowledge, I can reverse engineer something to uh, shield you from further interruptions. Well, Lazarus Kane, uh, he used um, he uses straight up spells. Oh, of Just course. M- magic, 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 magic. <laughs> but uh, the the collective, they um, they had. Um, uh, they were they were using something else. I think they had a brain, like of of what um, they called the um, uh, the the what was it they called them? Uh, the ones with powers. <gasps> the LJ, the people that you saw in the past. The para enhanced. Yeah, yeah, that's the word they use. They use para enhanced. Uh, but I think they had like one of their brains. It was in a jar. That's horrible. Uh, all bubbly and and such. And uh, that one, um, uh, I mean, I, I I wasn't ever personal like with that one, but uh, that's that's what some of my mates said. Mm. What what else can you tell us about Lazarus Kane? I know that he wanted us to uh, collect up here, kind of be you know start taking over people in order to uh, give him a firmer grasp on the on the folk around around here in in Macon. Okay, that doesn't help a whole lot. Only, and no offense to you, I understand if your, uh, you know, knowledge of this guy is limited. But so far, this Lazarus Kane seems to be, like, totally involved with everything we do. When we were in that first book, he was totally 
the the master of the castle and was tricking us around. In this world, he was the one that was leading us to the library and trying to... <sighs> there's so much going on, because back in the 50s, yes. he was trying to use... What was it? The blood of the... Uh, of the... Of of the psychics of the 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 magic people. Haven. Yes. Uh, that would have been uh, Lazarus Kane's father, Doctor Lazarus Kane. Thank you. So it's a generational thing. But he's also involved in this. This, as I hold up the book and hold it in front of Haven's face, <laughs> this that you've put us into that we don't know what's going on in yet. He's also involved in this. So. Is is it Lazarus Kane? We really need to think about what's going on, or do you need us to focus on these lost people and rescuing them and bringing them out of these awful worlds? I need you to focus on the lost people so that I can focus on Lazarus Kane. Okay. So what do you need us to do? Go back, <laughs> I think. All right. Before we go, Jake, I would like to work on a way of shielding you and your people somehow in a way that's able to be replicated by you so that if you encounter more with the understanding of course that you will not then choose out of your own freedom to turn on us and uh you know do anything awful please you mean like put you in tupperware (laughs) i'm sorry about that listen we were being attacked by you at the time but um i would prefer that lazarus kane not have control over you as long as you form something of an alliance with us. Well, I I gathered that um uh that uh, that Cain was um uh, taken into the um what are you calling them? The, uh, yes. the book, book world along with you all. Uh, unless you brought him back, he's probably not the one um doing the controlling here. All right, but nevertheless there is still a uh, control happening. We think. In fact, I hate to say it about one of my own kind, but uh, she has been gone a particularly long time to make coffee. Should you we guys, see what she's up to? We got to get out of here right now. Can LJ read about the situation to try and like feel that, oh yeah, it's time to leave, and maybe use his special move, like, let's get out of here, if you can protect someone by telling them what to do, or by leading them out, roll plus charm instead of tough. That's a lot of rolls, a lot of chances for failure, but go ahead, read a bad situation. Read a, Oh, I gotta read bad a situation first. Oh, that's not good. Because that's my sharp, <laughs> and that is where I suck. Other than weird. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a 13 on the dice, y'all! No, I'm kidding. No, it's a 4. <laughs> oh, no! On the plus side, that's my third level in um experience so i get to pick a third level improvement oh that sucks so bad okay so yeah i rolled a four two guys in black polo shirts and slacks burst into the theater and they both have strange um weapons in their hands that they begin to bring up, pointing at you. Um, I still have a hold left, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Can I, um, what's my best way out? Was that from Investigative Mystery or Read a Bad Situation? Read a Bad Situation. Okay. I'll, I'll give it to you because it's still Joyce's theater and right. Joyce is the one That's who just betrayed right. you. Uh, <laughs> and your best way out is not through the doors you just came through, but uh, there is an exit door to the side of the theater. 
not the one that um, Dr. Grace is uh, more familiar with, uh, but there is another one on the other side that's only about halfway down and is so a short sprint away if you can distract these guys long enough to make a run for it. All right, what spell can I cast to distract them? There are spells uh, available to you. There's also folding chairs. <laughs> <laughs> but magic has all sorts of effects, so <laughs> summon a monster into the world. <laughs> <laughs> Rather not do that as a first resort. <laughs> It'd be so funny, though. I've got, I, just, I mean, just blast is a, is a tempting prospect. I've also got wind. Oh, yeah. So you have your combat magic. You have your spell spells, which are mostly combat oriented, but there's also use magic on the regular hunter moves sheet. Oh, right. And that can do things too. Like you could even theoretically bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature, like force them back out through the the doors if you succeeded. Mm, I suppose that sounds appealing. I'm. Uh, I feel like that's a stretch based on what I'm reading, but if the GM says so, then I'm willing to give it to go. Uh, it's kind of a vampire kind of thing where... <laughs> right. Force field! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I rolled a natural 10, plus I assume nice. weird, so that's 12. Uh, it works without issues. Choose your effect. I'd like to push them all back out through the main door, giving us time to escape through the side door. So specific person or type of creature. Goon. I'd like the, g- the <laughs> goons to go. <laughs> hmm. Clearly they are goons. Right. Uh, so yeah, you, how does this look? What does this look like? Uh, this is me uh, just sort of blasting out a power with my hands. It's not a wind particularly, but it's definitely a force that they find uh, to be like a... Uh, a blast of wind that is absolutely unresistible, um, irresistible. So they are forced back through the door, like invisible shockwaves. Kind of, that... kind of, yeah, yeah. Like, like someone is actually wrestling them through the door. It, you know, it might feel a bit like a wind, but it's not like a, there's not suddenly a hurricane in the room or anything. It's just that they're being forced. And then the doors slam shut behind them. <laughs> I, I'm breathing hard as I beckon everybody to follow me through the side door. And LJ's like, run! As he's like, <laughs> jumps off the edge of the stage into the aisles of the theater and just <laughs> heading towards the nearest exit. I'm scooting along. <laughs> you make it back out to the van. Wow. Everybody all inside. Right. Yeah, pretty much just, I think we're all in the mindset of piling in and driving. It doesn't matter which direction. Hey, then you're going to have to drive, or LJ. What? But I was, no! <laughs> um, oh. Have we left Jacob behind, or uh, yet? Uh, no, I'm right here. Okay, um, I'm sorry about Joyce. Are you with us, or uh, do you need to see what you can do about her? Well, you know, in the words of um, that great man and Texan, uh, President George W. Bush. <laughs> if if I'm not with you, then I'm against you, and I guess I'm with you. I hate to do it, but I think thing we just gotta leave her to her new masters for the moment. Yeah, you got me sort of out of that torture pit that we were in, so I, I owe you one. As LJ's like pulling him up into the van and and sliding the door closed behind him as. As Haven's jumping in the front seat to to drive away. 
Okay. Uh, so you're going to head towards the Comfort Inn then? That's a uh, Haven's driving. That's the place where you would know everybody is at, but you also think that uh, you you need the library right. and those symbols on the floor in order to send them back into the book I was going to say, I'm like, I thought I needed to send them back, so I need to go back to... So we're going back to the house. Uh, Haven. <sighs> Dr. Grace? Um, before you, before you, before you drive us all back to the house, um, there's, um, something that LJ and, LJ and I encountered there, which resembled a, uh, floating cloud of disembodied eyes. Eyeballs! Uh, oh, no! <laughs> I haven't... Huh. Okay. It, it it may not be safe for us there. LJ suspiciously looking over at Jake. Do you know anything about eyeballs? Uh, what? Okay. Floating clouds of eyeballs. Is that something that you can manifest as? Well, that's gross. No. Yes, it is. It was quite disgusting. Um. Well, anyway, in the first place, I don't think I can actually leave uh, Nathan and Haley behind any longer. So I'd really like to go see about rescuing them. Are you, can you guys help me out with that before we send you back? I'm all about rescuing the innocents. Right. We'll do what we can. All right. I think we should do that first. So you take off uh, heading east. Okay. Uh, you know the way, um, Haven. I mean, you just came from yeah, there, but you yeah. also drove there in the first place in order to do your initial investigations. About halfway there, you meet a golf cart just barreling <laughs> down the road. Yes! And in it, you see um, Nathan Winters, like, hunched over the, the steering wheel, and, and beside him is, uh, is Haley. I slam on the brakes and come to a screeching halt beside the golf cart. <laughs> like, they, like, screech around each other. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or we like stop like in the road with our windows rolled like down. Or it's like on Umbrella Academy when uh, Five and Vanya are like going past each other and they <laughs> made a meme about it. <laughs> and they make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> there are, uh, there are the lights of um, large SUVs in the distance in the direction from which they have come. Whether those belong to just people out for a drive on a Halloween mm. night or pursuers. Uh, you don't know. Nathan, you do. It It is pursuers. <laughs> Nathan gives his best. Yee-haw! Just, just, he's doing the, awesome. just, the, the, you know, the, the go, go, go maneuver as he's just flying L away. LJ's like, as is looking back at Haven, is like, are they cool? As he's getting ready to open the side door of the van. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, then, then LJ flings open the side of the van. Open and the is van. Like, get in. Get, get in. Get in. Get in. <laughs> I'm yelling from the window. Yes. Pack more people in here. It'll be fine. I'm sure. <laughs> Looks over at the moment. The, I got your legs. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's still in claw form. Thank right? you so much. <laughs> I uh, revert it back to a foot. So uh, Slam on the brakes of the golf cart. You know, coming to a, a, a screeching halt as much as a golf cart can screech to a halt. Um, I'll grab the legs and like throw them in as gracefully as I can. I'll and then throw yourself in <laughs> as gracefully as you can. Oh, no, I, I'm a gentleman. I extend my hand to Haley and say, uh, madam, uh, I think now is a good time for us to make a, a hasty exit again. That seems to be happening as a LJ's lot. like, come on, guys, come on. As he's handing a hand out to help Haley up. She jumps in the, uh, the van. Yeah. And then, of course, hand extended out to Nathan as well, trying to help him in. 
Nathan will jump in and say, kick the tires and light the fires. Go, go, go. <laughs> As I slam the door closed again. Having just read about how to pull a 180 in a, car, in a moving car, <laughs> I employ my skills. I already missed the golf cart just a little bit. <laughs> That's full of who knows what kind of gadgets. Yeah, I know. All the gadgets and like, what, six people and some goo. <laughs> this thing weighs a ton. Come on. <laughs> So yeah, it's a it's a slow 180. <laughs> okay, you see the van fan. like rock back and forth yeah. as it like settles into place. I have those those straps like like a uh, like um uh light rails have the straps hanging from the ceiling that you can grab onto. Haven, what do you want to do? Do you want to try to make the uh, you know make the symbols yourself? You know, like with the car in a cornfield or something? Or do you want to uh, <laughs> head back to the house? I, I, I think the house is not my best bet at this point because that's where they would expect us to go. So I think that finding somewhere else would be prudent. The conference room of the Comfort Inn. <laughs> 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 what are you visualizing? What do you like? Um, well, I don't necessarily mind going back even to the house or to somewhere that I might be able to reimagine the symbols but i think my first priority at the moment is to evade the pursuers so if there's a role i can use or maybe just there is in dead of night there's a definite role you can use in dead of night i would like to find some cul-de-sac or side road or cornfield what have you to uh, turn off the lights and lie low act under pressure a natural 12 what is that with Ooh. act under pressure is with cool Oh, that's a zero for me, so <laughs> 12. All right, nice. You see what you're looking for, and uh, yeah, it's out in a field. The field is high with uh, corn stalks now dried up from the year, but also not being used, as a, fortunately, as a corn maze mm. for <laughs> Halloween this year. And you take a hard turn onto this little dirt track that kind of goes through the, the corn. And that takes you to this uh, barn and silo that's in the middle of this uh, this field. And you just power the van on through the um, open doors of this barn and come to a halt inside. When Haven comes to a stop, LJ's like thrown open the van door and it's like, what did you need me to do? Right. Well, so I suppose I could try and recreate the symbols here. Um Nathan, Haley, I don't necessarily know that you need to be involved in all this, but I'm I glad you're safe. I have sidewalk jock if you need it. Sidewalk jock, yeah. In a cornfield. Um, something does occur to you, though, uh, Haven, mm. is that you you could probably, I mean, you're going to be spending a lot of energy on LJ and Dr. Grace, mm -hmm. and and because of the things you're going to have to do in order to send them back into this uh, same book world that they'd come from. Uh, you're not certain you could do this with them, but somebody else who is <laughs> affected by the book, you know, who's, who's got that same kind of energy from being in the book realms, you might be able to plant a magical suggestion in them mm -hmm. uh, that would trigger at a certain point and give them m the knowledge that they need in the book realm in order to complete their mission. So, for example, Nathan... But you would need somebody who's been in the book realms before. So, for example, I could ask Nathan if he might be willing to join this oh, endeavor. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's Nathan. Nathan's one who's... <laughs> Is there anybody here who fits this description? 
<laughs> you, we need you. Are you ready to serve your fellow <laughs> Your yes. fellow supernaturally Your fellow humans. Yes, ma'am. Uh, oh. And go on a potentially very dangerous and heartbreaking mission. Uh, yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, Nathan Winters at your service. Uh, 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 present and accounted for. And uh, here, what what am I doing? Haley is uh, <laughs> Haley is like, uh, a baby, not again. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I can handle this again. Nathan, you don't, um, you don't need to if you don't want to. Um... I mean, okay. (laughs) It's up to you. I think you could be really helpful because I might be able to plant the suggestion in your mind that can help you. If you can reunite with them, guide you all to your your actual purpose. My special purpose? That's right. Well, in that case, by all means, (laughs) if you're the one with the instruction manual, as it were. Uh, You know what? Uh, That that seems like something a hero would do, and I always wanted to be a hero, so... Let's uh, let let's do it. Oh, bloody hell! And I turn to Haley and I say, "I'm I'm sorry. I wish I could send you two, but I I think I might need your help on this end because this is going to take a lot out of me." Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yep, whatever. What do we need to do here? Right, all right, let's do this. You can actually find some paint, like old. Paint She's got cans sidewalk in chalk. The... <laughs> I would much rather use sidewalk chalk. I have if that yeah, but there's no do. sidewalk. It's a barn. Oh, it's a barn. Uh, well, I have um, all kinds of things with which you can uh, carve into the floor. Spades. Um, I'm sure I have a knife in here somewhere. LJ grabs the closest thing that looks like an axe and is like, "Tell me what designs." <laughs> you and your axes. <laughs> all right. I open up my notebooks and I say, "Let's get to work." You need the book, which. You guys have the the actual book that you're going into, the Horror of Elk Island. I hand that to Haven. And so you get the symbol made as best you think you can, and then you get them, get all three of them into the um, into the circle, and you start casting the spell. Uh, uh, go ahead and uh, give me um, use magic. Okay, I need my blood for this too, if I recall. Poof. Uh, I get two for that, right? So <laughs> eight. That's fine. There, there's going to be a glitch, mm-hmm. uh, so you can pick the glitch. Okay. Um, the effect is weakened, short duration. Uh, you take one harm, ignore armor. The magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or there's a problematic side effect. I'll take one harm. Okay. Your nose starts bleeding. Whatever artery I've opened to stain the symbol just starts <laughs> gushing. That as well, yes. Um, although Nathan is also one of the um, para-enhanced, even if he doesn't know it, and uh, so you could use his too, but <laughs> there are those those two things going on. You hear kind of a pop in your brain somewhere too, and just as it begins to take effect, you go, oh, there's, there is something that would probably be useful to know. Um, you know about LJ and, and um, Dr. Grace, but it'd probably be a good idea um, so that when you're looking through the books, you can keep kind of an eye on on Nathan too, and you know that um, there's been an echo of names in this, so you need to know um, Nathan's uh, middle name. Okay, and I, as they're like whispery disappearing, I yell, "Yeah, Nathan, what's your middle name?" Uh, Nathan. Well, my name is Carl. <laughs> nice. Okay, wait. Do me and Grace like? look at each other at that same moment 
and then both look at Carl at that same moment as the magic takes effect <laughs> and we fly away again. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do that. I also want to shout out, Haven, take care of yourself. You know, I have a first aid kit in my van. <laughs> And that takes us back to Elk Island for the next episode of The of Gothic, Gothic Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Sojourners, for joining us in the dark. And we are alive. Are alive. <laughs> <laughs> The Gothic Podcast is an actual play audio drama produced by C. Patrick Nagel, starring C. Patrick Nagel, Sharon Gallery Lafournaise, Jesse Baldwin, and Richard Southard. Theme music is by Zoe Hovland, with cover artwork by Jared George Art. Season two of The Gothic Podcast uses rules from the Monster of the Week RPG by Michael Sands and the Dead of Night RPG by Steam Power Publishing. Look us up by name on all the social medias or email us at thegothicpodcast at gmail.com. Support for The Gothic Podcast comes from you, our listeners, so please rate, review, and share. And check out our Patreon page, too. Thanks! What date does it say on the console there? On, on what console is that? The console in the security car. Do cars usually kind, have the dates? What kind of sedan do you think they have? <laughs> it's a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs>